When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. Sooner Nation, one week from day, we need you here at the spring game. We're getting our work done biggest recruiting weekend of the year. We need you here. Show them what we're all about. Boomer Sooner. Oh, yes. Lincoln Riley's fired up. So are we. Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. So much to get to as we count down to the spring game. That's right. This Saturday, the OU spring game. And what an event. There is so much going on around Saturday's spring game. All right, so real quick, Lincoln Riley's coming up here in just a bit. We'll get Toby rolling, and then we're going to go through the weekend to recap everything from softball to baseball and obviously gymnastics, men winning the conference championship again, the women advancing to the NCAA championship yet again. But here's what the schedule looks like for Saturday. It starts with the annual spring sale at 7.30 in the morning inside McCaslin Fieldhouse. Then we'll kick off FanFest in our new location at 9 a.m. Now, it's going to be in the area between the stadium and the field house right there in the main mall. It's going to be electric. Food trucks. We're going to have the pregame radio show out there starting at 1 p.m. It's going to be a blast. Then at noon, the public stadium gates open to get you ready for the Lee Bryce concert at 1.30. And then finally, kickoff at 3 p.m. 
M. So tons going on. You can pose with the Heisman. Uh, they're going to have a kids' skills competition over at FanFest. We're going to have Lincoln Riley autographed footballs that are going to be thrown into the stands during the game. One fan is going to be randomly selected to head to the sideline to help Lincoln Riley call an offensive play. And as I mentioned, they're going to have an opportunity for free tuition for a semester, courtesy of the athletics department, if you can make a field goal in progressive nature of 20, 30, and 40 yards. How about that? They're going to have a punt catching contest, and you can square off with CD Lamb in a rock paper scissors showdown so it's an exciting weekend and obviously a lot of eyes on the field as well too coach riley and jessica cootie give us a little preview of what to expect on saturday you feel like you're getting pretty good at this quarterback battle deal <laughs> yeah they're all different you know uh this one's different but they're they're fun i mean it's uh kind of re-energizes you a little bit a new new bodies new faces in there guys learning it and we've got talented guys that are competing hard so it's uh it's fun for me and i think fun for them too What's what's the balance between you know someone like Tanner who's been around been in your system and someone for, for Jalen who's got to learn your system more right. quickly? They're just at totally different spots in their careers. You know, Jalen's played a lot of ball, but hasn't you know hasn't been in our stuff very long. Tanner's now been in our stuff for a little bit, but hasn't played as much ball. So you know, and then Schaefer somewhere in between. You know, so they've all they've all kind of done it differently. Um, I think, yeah, you, you coach them a little bit differently, try to fit it to what each guy needs just for him to get better. And then at the end of the day, you know, you're going to, you know, only one guy can play. And But we're going to need them all. That's part of it. And uh, the competition makes them all better. And it's they're certainly, you know, they're going at it. They're feeding off each other. They're But they're also kind of growing as a group together right now. These guys don't really know each other, you know. And so it's been good to kind of see them start to come together as a group as well. What about from start to finish? Do you like where they were now compared to where they were when they started spring ball? Oh, yeah. No, we're, we're a long ways from there. It was, it was a little ugly in there the first couple of days, so which it was going to be. I mean, that's just part of it at this time. But they are absolutely improving. Um, you know, we just we just got to keep the sense of urgency and keep taking steps every day. You know, they want to they want to be great right now, and they, they all do some great things right now. I mean, there's no doubt the abilities there, and they're – you know, they're making less and less mistakes. They're getting more and more comfortable. But it's we just we got to keep the hammer down, and we got to we got to fight and scratch and claw every single day uh, until we get this thing kicked off. Last question: What do you need to see next week, and then the spring game before you're done, until you see them in fall camp again? The same thing: constant improvement. You know, there's not any one thing right now that we do so good that we don't need to get better at it right now. And there's not anything that's just like a glaring weakness that's so bad that you're just like. Man, we gotta just put everything off the side and just just hit that. I mean, it's just everything needs work. Everything needs fine tuning. Um, I'm still learning how to coach these guys the best I can, so I got to keep doing a better job for them. So it takes all of us, but we're we're on the right track. We just got to keep gaining in every facet of it. Good stuff from Lincoln and Jess. Toby Rowland joins us now on the Sooner Sports Podcast. T. Row, first and foremost, what are you looking forward to most this weekend in the spring game? I'll give you three things, Chris Point. Um, one is first and foremost for me, Alex Grinch and the energy and intensity of this OU defense. Now, I'm aware that they're not going to be dialing up a bunch of blitzes and we're not going to see, you know, probably exactly all of their plans. We're not going to know who's going to start based on what we see on Saturday. But I do want to see him in action. And I want to see if they look any different with him at the helm, just from a tenacity standpoint. You know what I mean? I, and I expect, because I've seen the videos, 
practice. I get to be fired up. Same. Um, when I see Roy Manning and he goes for two minutes and I want to run through a wall. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Number two, I want to see, I want to see these five-star receivers because I do think they're going to throw them some passes. And I want to see Trajan Bridges and Jaden Hazelwood and Theo Weiss and Austin Stogner. See what they look like in a uniform. Put them out there with C.D. Lamb. Let them run around. Go, you know, I want, I, I want to leave Saturday wild saying, holy cow, Oklahoma's got the best receiving core in America. So I'm looking forward to that. And then three, I want to see Jalen Hurts throw the football. And I'm not – I don't think it's going to be conclusive – as to how good of a passer he's going to be in this game, because I think the defense is going to be vanilla. I think the offense is going to be vanilla. But I want to see it coming out of his hand. I remember the first time Kyler Murray got on the field, and he threw the ball, and it just, like, rocketed out of his hand. And I thought, holy cow, that guy's got a cannon. You know, It was back when Baker was – he was Baker's backup. But I remember being wowed the first time I saw Kyler just throw a football. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I want to just see Jalen Hurts throw a football to ease my trepidation a little bit, and I think that'll happen. I added Tanner Mordecai to my watch list. Is that trying to be the smartest guy in the room, or am I trying to be too cool for school? No. I think if we come out of the spring game and Tanner Mordecai blows us away, then we've got a fascinating summer and fall ahead of us because there's another dude coming to campus in the fall. I don't know if you've heard of him. I mean, I think it, it behooves the sanity of Sooner Nation for us to leave Saturday, and Jalen Hurts is obviously the starting quarterback. He has wowed us. Mordecai was a non-factor, and this is Hurts' team because that's what everybody assumes it is right now. Maybe it is. I don't know. If If – Hertz is throwing ducks and throwing it to the wrong team and Mordecai's zipping bullets everywhere, then we are in for a zany offseason of speculation, fear, trepidation. Uh, so I don't think it's unfair to put Mordecai there. And I also just – I love the take on the defense because I think everyone just wants to see kind of the optics of what it looks like. But if there is anything that's more challenging to gauge out of a spring game than the defense, maybe it's special teams because you don't yeah. do much on special teams, and obviously right. that's going to be a big story. But I'm with you, Toby. I see the videos. I see the great job they do from the, the digital crew to Sooner Vision, and I'm all fired up. But I don't really know how much we're going to be able to gauge this Saturday, right? Probably not. I, probably not of anything, to be honest with you. I mean, <laughs> True. How, how many uh... – Spring game stars have we had, you know, the, the fourth string oh. running back is always the star of the spring game. Sooner days, Although, man. Although, you know, last year Kennedy Brooks, you know, kind of opened our eyes and ended up, you know, being a major factor. So, um, yeah, I don't know that you put way too much stock in anything at all, but there's enough new this year that that's always the intriguing thing for me. You know, what does Jaden Hazelwood look like in a Sooner uniform? Right. What does Trajan Bridge, Bridges and Austin Stogner look like what is it what does it look like if you got austin stogner on one side grant calcaterra on the other and Braden willis in the backfield whoo you know now probably not much with the second string offensive line but um i know there's some intriguing things i think they can do with this much skill talent
All right, good stuff from Toby. Again, there's tons of information on the spring game online right now at Soonersports.com. It's right there on the front page. Can't wait to see you out there this weekend. We're going to have a full radio broadcast. 3 o'clock with a kick will be on the air with a 1 p.m. pregame show. Well, it was a crazy weekend on campus and, of course, in Sooner Athletics. The Sooner softball team just keeps rolling. Chad McKee and DJ Sanchez recap the weekend that was. G. Juarez comes in, gets the final three outs in the fifth inning. The Sooners two runs in the first, four in the second, and five apiece in the third and fourth innings. Fifteen total hits on the day, and it's a sweep of the Baylor Lady Bears. What a way to go into the record books. You've got the run roll, you've got the shutout. We saw power, we saw an absolute offensive show today by the Sooners in setting that record with 46 straight wins here. Well, the scoring got started in the bottom of the first for the Sooners on Kaylee Clifton Day, the senior being recognized. And not just the 250 posters that were handed out that you'll probably sign after the game, but this home run. Now, every Sooner senior has homered on their day. It's crazy. It kept going today. Sammy Skelly in a pinch hitting roll in the bottom of the third hits this three-run home run with Romero and a view aboard. That made it 11-0, and they would enjoy the pitching of Shannon Sale, who got a start today. She's been the closer recently, but she goes three scoreless innings and just gives up a couple of hits with four strikeouts. And she was really solid. She was on her work making good pitches and just set the tone for this win today. Your Taco Mayo game recap now. Taco Mayo, fresh mechs, fresh ingredients, built to order. Sooners order up a 16 to nothing win. Sale the three innings. Holman will take the loss. And Kaylee Clifton had a double, a triple, drove in four runs. She had two triples in the series. And a couple of hits, three hits, I beg your pardon, for Sid Romero, who played both third base and shortstop today. Pretty cool moment late in that game when Sid Romero came in at shortstop because you had that double play combination of Romero and Clifton. Romero at short, Clifton at second. And for those who haven't really followed softball closely for the last couple of years, they're, they're best friends. And Sidney was telling a funny story after the game that she'll never forget whenever they first came to Oklahoma. And Patty Gasso said, all right, everyone go to your position. And everyone ran out to the shortstop position. So Sid <laughs> turned into one of the best third basemen maybe in college softball history. And obviously what we've seen from Kaylee Clifton at second base has been absolutely fantastic. So the Sooners will hit the road for a showdown with Kansas this weekend. Meanwhile, as baseball gets ready for a game tonight, let's recap the weekend that was with the voice of the Sooners rejoining us, Toby Rowland, to talk about the OUTCU series. Great series, unfortunate ending for the Sooners. Three straight good ones here at Mitchell Park between the Sooners and the Horned Frogs. Oklahoma walks them off on Friday, 7-6. to six. TCU wins it here by two yesterday, 4-2, to two, and by two again on Sunday, 6-4. to four. Diego Muniz providing some late-inning drama in this one, but uh, couldn't get the big hit that ultimately they needed. And so TCU takes two of three. You never want to drop a series at home, but got to give credit to the Frogs. They yeah, played well. TCU played really well, especially bouncing back after the tough one on Friday night. Uh, got a good pitching performance from King yesterday. Williamson, he was phenomenal. Give it up to him. He got a lead, didn't relinquish it. Uh, OU was able to get some stuff going in the ninth inning and uh, really just uh, couldn't get that big hit. 
Jay Gunther, yeah. unsolvable, really, all weekend for Oklahoma. Our scoring summary, this got started in the top of the first inning. Three-run home run from Johnny Reiser put TCU out in front. Sooners answered bottom of the first. Two-out RBI single from Tyler Hardman made it 3-1. to one. That scored Muniz. TCU got that run right back at the top of the second inning. That guy, Jake Gunther, an RBI single through the left side. Four to one frogs at that point. Sooners tacked one on in the third. Muni's a leadoff double and with one out, Briley Ware grounded out to score him from third to make it four to two. That was our score for quite a while. The frogs though added some runs in the seventh inning that proved to be big. A wild pitch scores Gunther. And then later in the inning, another run would come home. It made it 6-2 TCU. Sooners in the ninth. Got some runners on. Little wildness on the mound for TCU. Diego Muniz delivered a two-run double into the left field corner. Made it 6-4. But here's how it ended. Connor McKenna scalded one to third. And Shepard was able to throw him out. And 6-4 the final today. So the OU baseball team will play a couple of midweek games before the Sooners hit the road for Waco this weekend in a showdown with the Baylor Bears. Baylor's kind of been battling the weather. Their series with Texas this past weekend has been imploded by some uh, thunderstorms. So hope the weather settles down for the Sooners this Saturday down in Waco. All right, we wrap up with gymnastics. And the Oklahoma Sooners win on the road. And yet again, they're headed to Nationals. Meg McDonald files this report. The OU women's gymnastics team not phased at all by back-to-back -back days of elimination competitions. Final score, 198.475 for their 10th straight regional championship. The field started out with 36 teams on the weekend. Now it's down to eight as OU has another shot at a national championship in two weeks down in Fort Worth. We started on Balance Beam, which is an event we have not started on yet this year, so that was new to us. We've been practicing a lot in the gym because our plan was to win the first session and start there. And so that was hugely important. I think that practice helps us a lot. That was the best beam set we've done all year. 49-7 feels like a record. I'm sure it's not, but it sure feels like one. Um, so after that, I just felt like we were on cloud nine and just used that adrenaline throughout the rest of the meet. Floor was exceptional. Evie again coming through in a pinch. Um, everyone just really spot on there. Vault, I think we showed a little fatigue going from floor to vault. We have to work on that. We have to get better at it because our landings weren't what they normally are. They're so much, they're capable of so much more than those a couple steps backwards, just not as dynamic as they can be. Um, and then bar, same thing. I think, you know, just kind of trying to get through it. And uh, at this meet, sometimes that's what you do on the last event. You make sure that you're hit, hit, hitting, but we were missing angles and landings, and we are so much better than that. So lots of things to work on, as always, but really proud of this team, especially coming in back-to-back -back for the first time ever in a regional competition, learning how to handle that, and that will serve us well, obviously, down the road at Nationals. There was definitely a lot of mental toughness today. This arena was probably the loudest arena we've ever competed in. And starting on beam, that can sometimes be tough. But our team handled it really well. That was our best beam rotation of the season. And we really used the energy from around here just to have lights out beam and floor rotations and just carry that energy into the end. Brenda Dow helping to wrap up the report from Meg McDonald. What a performance from the OU women's gymnastics team as they are on their way to nationals and an opportunity for yet another 
National Championship. And congratulations to Mark Williams men's gymnastics team. Yet another conference championship for the men. This was, get this, their eighth straight conference championship. So you had the women's gymnastics team win eight straight conference championships. Now you have the men's team win their eighth straight title in the MPSF conference. And the Sooner softball team is going for its eighth straight title as well. Should be fun. All right, that's it for this edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. Everyone have a great week. We'll see you out at the spring game this Saturday. All the festivities start early in the morning, so get to campus early. Enjoy kind of a fall Saturday feel in the middle of spring with the OU Spring Game. Until Friday's edition of the tailgate, have a great week. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the Air. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.